all my notes are just like headed by flashback call, flashback call. I did this badly. I'm very confused. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Horse and Aloud, arguably one of the best Australian Bojack Horseman podcasts. I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And today we watched season three, episode seven. Before we discuss that, Yo. I just got sent a relevant link by a friend of the show, Bonnie, who you may remember from our episode on Granville. I'm just gonna send that to Paige and see what her reaction is. Is is it a good thing or a horrifying thing? I think it's both. Ooh, it's from Etsy. Oh <laughs> my god! So what we've got here, I'll probably put a link in the show notes, but um, Etsy store Gakman Creatures, G A K M A N Creatures, um, has made the item Baby Bojack Horseman, which is like a very realistic, like reborn doll style. Yeah, Baby Bojack with it's definitely towing that line between like cute and horrifying as all realistic baby dolls do yeah they have a lot of other really good toys on there oh they've got a baby ludo the baby cheshire cat is is really cute yeah they've got like a baby thunderbird from fantastic beast and like an ewok and stuff basically they're making like i would say like cinematic prop quality toys yeah it says handmade stuff toys but honestly that kind of sells it short i think because yeah. these are like amazingly detailed yeah the crazy bunny can you see that one? Just looks so real. In my little setup, it's right next to the tiny Ludo. Weird. It's not showing up for me. I've got tiny werewolf, tiny Ludo, rainbow kittens. Oh, rainbow kitten. I don't Weird. have any rainbow it must, it must sort them based on what we look for on Etsy. What does that say about me? We're, we're not going to go through the entire Etsy store. Oh, they've got a Bulbasaur. We're not going to go through the entire Etsy store with, with you guys, but okay. definitely worth a look, especially the baby Bojack. The Bojack is the only one on there that I would describe as particularly creepy. Like some of the other... Oh, okay, I see Crazy Bunny now. That one's oh. kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, it's the fact that the baby Bojack is a cute baby horse and then it has, like, hyper-realistic, like, human hands and feet yeah. is what makes it weird. And eyes. Oh, and it's wearing little apple pyjamas. Yeah. Anyway, if you've got a spare 551 Australian dollars lying around, as I know many of us do, yep. then it could be yours. There's a little thing saying, don't miss out, there's only one available and 15 other people have this in their cart right now. I don't think that's true. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, okay, so yeah, they're using polymer clay and it's fully poseable, cannot be washed, will not be suitable for children. Yeah, I liked that note. Obviously they mean because it can't be washed and maybe it's easy to like break, but it just comes across as it's too creepy for children, just don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do not buy for children, you will get nightmares. <laughs> The crazy bunny is just now forever in my recently viewed. <laughs> this concludes Etsy Corner. I don't 
know what this episode was called. Pretty hard one to guess as well. Let's just retire this game. Okay, it's called Stop the Presses. That's a pretty good name for it. Thumbs up. All right, so this episode starts at Bojack's house. Uh, Bojack wakes up and there's just this large paper mache Todd on his head and he's asleep on the balcony, but wakes and takes the the head off. Um, And then he walks through his house and we see that there's lots of commotion and things going on and Todd and Emily and Mr. Peanut Butter are all there. And we find out that they're starting their own women-only cab company at Bojack's house. Cabracadabra. We put women in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, because why wouldn't they do it at Bojack's house? Seemingly without well, as asking we find him. out later, it's because Mr. Peanut Butter's house is full of spaghetti strainers still. Yep, and even he says the payoff for this must be good. I honestly can't remember the payoff, so we'll see. It's weird that you don't really have much memory of this season. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, if you hadn't hinted to me that, that Emily and Bojack, like, slept together earlier, I'd... I wouldn't have realized that happened until this episode. Bojack steps out of his house and he nearly slips on a newspaper on his front step. He has little horse slippers. I don't know if we've ever seen those before. Yeah, I don't know if we have either. They're really cute They're though. They're really cute. Um, so Bojack immediately in anger calls up the, the newspaper and, and complains about how he never actually ordered this paper. Why does it keep showing up on his doorstep? Um, it's and the LA Gazette. Yes, the LA Gazette. We find out also that he's won the Baby's Choice Award, which means that he might win the Oscar because seven of the last 15 years, the person who was, who's won the Baby's Choice Award has won the Oscar as well. The person that he calls initially is a star-nosed mole. Always good to see. Definitely in my top 10 favorite moles. Yeah, good. Yeah, so we see the, the mole racing around his office, kind of panicking. The office is pretty empty. He seems like the only salesman there. It's like empty and dark and derelict, like someone has scrawled help on the wall of their cubicle. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. Print journalism is not doing great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he runs into, I guess, his like, manager's office and is like, I, I've done all I can. We need to call the closer in on this one so that they can mm-hmm. keep Project's business. The boss's office is basically just using huge piles of unsold newspapers as furniture. <laughs> And it has, like, a hang-in-there poster, like that famous poster of the kitten holding onto a branch, but it's, like, a really buff cat in gym clothes, like, pulling themselves up on one of those, like, hanging rings at a gym, and it says, like, hang-in-there, and then it's an ad for a gym, I think. Ah, okay. There's a graph of sales for the quarter. Obviously, they're declining, and he's hung it sideways, so it looks like they're going upwards. Oh, (laughs) Yeah, we're doing great. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. That's awesome. Um, okay, so then we see that the closer gets contacted and this lady, like, walks into her big flash office and is like, I have a call for you to take. And she takes the call and she starts talking to Bojack. Do you know what's going on with the closer? Um, like, is she at least voiced by someone important? Yeah, she's voiced by Candace Bergen. Yeah, Candace Bergen, who you would probably know from Boston Legal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like, the whole time that we see the closer talking on the phone, we only see the back of her chair. We never see her face. Mm. And there's, like, all this weird shit in her office. Like, her walls are covered in awards, trophies and stuff. And for some reason, she has a piece of the Blarney Stone in a bell jar. What's the Blarney Stone? It's, like, this famous stone in Ireland that you're meant to kiss for good luck or something. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know why she has a piece of it something just to cut is the la gazette a real newspaper is that what it's called yeah i think it is i wonder who actually runs the la gazette i'm surprised they didn't call it the la 
animal. Gazelle. Yeah, gazelle. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I searched for it, and the first re- <laughs> the first result is La Gazette from France. Yeah, maybe it's a play on that. <laughs> maybe. It's okay, so it's not real. Oh, really? It is in comics in Captain Justice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Bojack is deliberately pulling from the same world building as Captain Justice, but <laughs> there you go. Um, no further information. So it, yeah, I don't know if she's meant to be an analog for a real person or what, but I guess the main thing is just that it's meant to be funny that someone who seems to be like the CEO of the newspaper company or something yeah. is like willing to talk directly to a single customer on the phone to try and get them to keep their subscription. I kind of took it as like, look how desperate this company is to keep this one customer they're like pulling in this big exec who obviously has these awesome selling skills. Yeah, so this episode is a lot, like is just focused around this call and flashback. So if I struggle to talk about it, that's why. It's because it's like a weird... The framing device is basically, like I think technically most of the episode actually takes place with just Bojack on the phone. Yeah. Like the whole episode is framed by his various conversations with the closer and but then he recounts his experiences of the last few days to her so Mm. then we see them okay so that's just me basically saying i'm going to be jumping back and forward a lot just like the episode does yeah so bojack's on the phone to the closer he explains that he's never ordered this paper um and then the the closer is like do you need anything i'll get you some ice water and then this little little drone shows up with some ice water for bojack it was pretty cool and it's like a drone with a smiley face on it that winks. Yeah. Oh, his name's Johnny. <laughs> While the closer is talking to Bojack, she has his information up on the screen. Did you read any of that? No, I didn't. I looked at it and I couldn't read it. What did it say? First of all, his name is rendered as Bojack F. Horseman, which means he has a middle name huh. that starts with F that I've been doing some Googling and I don't think we have ever actually found out what his middle name is. Yeah. And this may be the only time it ever comes up. Anyway, the photo that's being used as his official photo as a subscriber to the LA Gazette is the sneezing picture that he hates. Yes. (laughs) Subscription type is listed as home delivery, digital access, and smoke signal. (laughs) It lists his species as horse, which has implications anyway that it lists species. Yep. Then it says, breed, thoroughbred cross. Color, medium bay, markings, star slash snip, height is 19.75 hands, confirmation, buck knee, splay foot, ewe neck, walleye, pot belly, sweet tooth, temperament, spooky, stubborn, unpredictable, substance abuse. Hmm. So it's got quite a lot of, I've written spooky, it may have said easily spooked, I don't think it actually said spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Tack preference English, and then his parents are listed as Sire and Dam. And yeah, so basically, it's just a lot of personal information about Bojack, including like physical characteristics that are described as you would describe a horse. Yeah. Which is pretty funny, but also kind of disturbing. Unnecessary if you're just going to sell him. The fact that the type of horse that he is is still referred to as a breed, I feel, has interesting yeah. implications. Like, it's like how Mr. Peanut Butter is still a Labrador, like, someone has to have have been domestically breeding these animals for that to happen unless they did it to themselves which i guess they could have in this universe but that's kind of weird that's just like eugenics yeah like i wouldn't rule it out um his relationship status instead of being listed as single is listed as not applicable (laughs) 
sexual partners, it just says more than a hundred. Okay, they're tracking that. It's like this is all obviously there mostly like for the joke of wouldn't it be funny if the newspaper was tracking this amount of information about their subscribers? But mm. it does also give us like quite a lot of canonical now, I guess, details about Bojack that we didn't know before. Yeah, good pickup. We like there is now an absolute canon height for Bojack. Yeah. We know that both his parents were thoroughbreds. Oh, interesting. Bojack explains that he didn't mind all the papers coming when Todd was using it to build his head. The big head we saw at the beginning of the episode, obviously. Um, and then we go to a flashback about their, how their relationship's been lately. We find out that Todd thinks that someone, someone or something has been stealing their food. And that's why he made the giant head. He made it to scare. Whoever's stealing the food... Bojack waking up to see Todd's... Todd's like giant head in his bed because Todd wants to show him the giant paper mache Todd head he makes is like a clear reference to the Godfather. It's like a horse wakes up to scream because he just found a human head in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And um, at the time, Bro- Bojack doesn't really care about who's stealing their food or why Todd's making this giant head, but he just lets him do it. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to the call um, where we find out that Todd then abandoned abandoned. The, the giant pod head project to move on to the, the new cab company that he's starting with Emily. Yeah, and so the closer kind of asks, how's this all come about? And he flashes back to when Emily and Todd were pitching the idea to Mr. Peanut Butter. Is that the order that happened in? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, and it's interesting that, like, this always happens in, like, episodes of TV where someone is recounting a story and then we see it actually happening. Like, yeah. Because it's weird that he knows word for word all of the detail of that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because the closer is like, why is this happening in your house? And he's like, well, yeah. they went to Mr. Peanut Butter. Yeah, and in that, in that scene, we're at Mr. Peanut Butter's house. And as you mentioned, his house is still full of spaghetti strainers. There's some new fridge poetry on Mr. Peanut Butter's fridge, I oh, think. Cool. It says, she ran to fetch pants, food boobs, el frijole is muy dulce, and playtime with feelings. <laughs> I wonder what a food boob is. You'll find out when you're older. Okay. <laughs> Um, so Emily, I guess boobs sort of are for food. Yeah, that's what she's thinking. <laughs> it's just a normal boob. So Emily and Todd are pitching the idea to Mr. Peanut Butter, and they do like a little act out where Todd demonstrates that women like Emily often get har- harassed by cab drivers in really creepy ways. And Mr. Peanut Butter is like immediately on board. He's like, "Oh, of course that happens. We should do something to stop it." Mm. And then they move the operation over to Bojack's house. Um, and yeah, we see. Another flashback. I'm sorry. I watched this just a minute ago and I've confused all of... Like, obviously the way I've written it down is how it happened, but it's just so confusing. Yeah. Yeah, so on the call we find out that Bojack feels guilty about sleeping with Emily. And then we see a flashback. So we see them at the bar, don't we? Yeah, because Bojack's confiding about how he had sex with Emily. Yeah. Also, while Bojack's on the phone, someone from FedEx, although, no, from FedOx, sorry, (laughs) turns up and, like, gets him to sign for a package and he's being, like, really rude and keeps turning away from the guy and then eventually signs for it and it's a package for Todd and then he just throws it in the bushes. (laughs) Yeah. Without ever stopping his conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so Emily and Bojack, they both regret sleeping 
working together and they both don't want to hurt Todd. Um, but Bojack's trying to convince Emily the best way to go about this is to just lie to Todd and never admit that it happened. Um, but Emily is a very bad liar and she obviously doesn't feel comfortable with that. And then we see this little bit back in the house when they all run into each other and Mr. Peanut Butter's like, ooh, something's up. There's some secrets. People aren't saying things. And then at the end, he's just like, oh, we all know this is going to be a great success. That's what we're all not saying. And I wonder... <laughs> If maybe, I don't, like, it's one of those things, like, is Mr. Peanut Butter really smart or is he really dumb? Like, did he yeah. maybe actually perceive something, work out what it was, and then just be like, well, I don't want to hurt I'm Todd not getting involved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mr. Peanut Butter. I think in this situation, we're meant to read it as Mr. Peanut Butter being naive. Mm. But what do you think, like, if you discount the whole thing about Emily being a terrible liar, mm -hmm. do you think that there is an obligation to tell Todd about it? Or do you question. think it's okay if they kept it a secret? Because Emily and Todd weren't actually dating. No. Um, or like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting situation because, like, Bojack obviously did the wrong thing because he knew that Todd liked Emily mm. and he shouldn't have slept with her in that moment. Like, if he was being a good friend, he would have said, oh, we shouldn't do this. But yeah. in terms of telling him, yeah, I think they should have told him. I think yeah, all that I lean towards that too, but only just. Yeah. Like, I think it's all out in the open. I don't think there's... Oh, that's... Yeah. Hmm. Like, the main reason why that's definitely the right call in this situation is because it's clearly like affecting their interactions with Todd anyway. Yeah. And he just doesn't know why. But if they had sex and were like, oh, that was gross. We shouldn't have done that. Let's just put it behind us and then actually acted normal. Yeah. Hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know if Todd would have a right to know that. Yeah, I don't. But I but, do think they should have told him, if that makes sense. Yeah. And honesty is the best policy. Okay, so then um, outside on the call, the closer questions if Bojack kind of slept with Emily because he was getting too close to Todd and he wanted to do something wrong. So he had a reason to create some distance so that when Todd eventually leaves, it was for the bad behavior that Bojack did rather than yeah. who Bojack was as a person. Basically, she's arguing that Bojack self-sabotages not because he doesn't have self-control, but because by self-sabotaging, that gives him kind of an external excuse for why his life always goes to shit. Yeah, it's a really good insight. I think this is the closest that we will ever see Bojack get to going to a therapist. <laughs> this woman is talking to Bojack and basically doing psychology on him, but like it's kind of played like it's all just a way for her to get him to keep signing up to the LA Gazette. Mm. But like, I think it's basically just because Bojack has to stay on the phone to her, even if he thinks what she's saying is wrong, he still wants to cancel his subscription. Whereas if he went and saw a real psychologist, as soon as he met any resistance and started feeling uncomfortable, he would probably just stop going. Yeah. Like, it's he going to a therapist at the beginning of a season when he's like you know on the i'm gonna change my life i'm gonna be a better person track but in the middle of the season to actually like dig down into stuff it has to be in a situation like that it's not weird that he's never been to therapy but it's weird that it hasn't come up i don't know why more people haven't suggested it to him oh yeah um Oh yeah, so the closer, you know, does all this like analysis of Bojack and then Bojack's like, I I have to go to a, a, a marketing meeting now. I have to go. Goodbye. I'll talk to you tomorrow. So then we see one day later and we pick it up with um, Bojack calling the closer back. She asks how the meeting's gone and Bojack's like, yeah, it was all right. And starts telling the story about how the meeting went and we hear this big 
long story about how Diane was late to the meeting because she forgot her card and then she ran out of petrol and then she forgot her yeah. other card. She just like went- a whole big just farce. Like it's basically just her being annoying, telling the, this needlessly long story and just delaying the marketing meeting further. Yep. But there is one interesting bit in it, which is that she donated to her friend's dumb kickstarter Mm -hmm. which is for a stop motion film called ham trapeze about a pig that goes to circus school (laughs) and it says a stop motion film exploring the issues of education entertainment and animal welfare the 50 dollar reward is one tote bag and one maple glazed ham coupon and then the next one up is the thousand dollar donation level where you get one date with a pig what no, I'm stuck. So there's a lot going on I'm there. I'm stuck. <laughs> My brain can't move past the ham. Yeah. And like the thing is, it's called, like it's got ham in the name and it's also says it's exploring issues of animal welfare. Yeah. I would at least watch the trailer video for that Kickstarter project in <laughs> universe because I am curious. Yeah, I'm curious too. I also like the, the idea that a 20 times more valuable version of getting a ham is a date with a pig. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this show. Why does it do this to us? (laughs) Um, All right, so then we see the rest of the meeting, um, and we find that the Secretariat is doing great. They need to make for your consideration ads to present to the people that vote for the Oscars. Um, And they go through a big pile of new ads and things, and Bojack finds this one that's like a mirror, like it's reflective, um, and he likes that one the best because it speaks to him, and that idea gets shut down pretty pretty quickly by everybody in the room yeah then like Anne is kind of telling Bojack just leave it it'll be fine and they like do a weird touch thing and then we immediately jump to them having sex in the car man there was like three quarters of a second there where I thought that you had just described having sex as doing a weird touch thing <laughs> am i wrong (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) um anyway they're kind of like you know i don't know i guess they're like actually like in the middle of it and bojo kind of stops and he questions about why doesn't he know anything about her he doesn't know anything she's just this enigma and she's like you don't want to know you don't want to know about me i might have murdered a journalist earlier in the season you don't want to know yeah (laughs) yep and then the back of the call on the front step the closer questions why he's sleeping with her he she's quite shocked that he's also sleeping with his publicist Mm -hmm. um and she suggests that maybe she's doing He's doing this because he he feels guilty about stuff. And then we jump to another flashback with this one in the house with Emily and Todd. And we see how frustrated um, Bojack's getting by Emily and Todd because he's trying to sleep in his bedroom and they're like giggling on the couch and stuff. Um, So Bojack decides to go sleep on his boat. I know we keep seeing it, but I always forget it's a thing when they don't actually go inside it. Like, I just think of it as a prop until they go inside. I don't think Bojack really thinks of it as a thing you can go inside either, because Margot Martindale has been living in it for quite a while. Yes. (laughs) Um, She's been hiding from the law, like, doing things since the museum incident, when they broke into the um, the Nixon Museum. Like, that was a while ago. Um, And yeah, we find out that while she's been in hiding, she was just doing regional theatre, and she also did um, a stint on The Good Wife. <laughs> she just disappeared into her role. I loved that. 
That was my favorite joke. When she's getting ready to like go to ground and start doing like obscure theater so no one knows where she is, you see her like shave her head yep. and then put on a wig that just looks identical to what her hair looked like. Yep, that's so good. Good gag. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and then so we see Bojack like give up on trying to sleep there because um, I think she pulls a gun on him. No, not a gun. It's like a bazooka, a rocket launcher. Was it? I was thinking of the um, the plum. She thinks it's like a, a smoke grenade and she slams it down on the ground and it's just a just a plum. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Bojack goes to sleep by the pool and that's when he puts the head on. That takes us to the beginning of the episode. That's why he was sleeping with the Todd head on his head. And then in the call, the the closer tries to sell the paper to him. Like, hey, you need something like stable in your life. And I think the, the paper, getting the paper every day could be what you need. You shouldn't try to change this. Everything else might change soon. Keep the paper. I just found a Reddit thread talking about the closer. People are saying that she was voiced by the same actor who plays Bojack's mom. That's not true, is it? That's not true. But there is also someone who is saying the closer is white. I think she's a swan. So that's fun. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's also good to know that everyone seems to be as confused as we are. Yeah. Um, the only other thing it reminds me of is um, there's a TV show called The Closer. I don't know if it's on anymore. She's um, an interrogator who solves cases, but usually cold cases. She like comes in when you like need somebody to really drill somebody to get information mm-hmm. from them. The Blarney Stone is so specific. Yeah. she Irish? I just found another... another theory that's just that it was Bojack's mum. That's why we never see her face, because they're, like, waiting for a big reveal. Okay. Everyone seems to just assume that it's the same voice actor as Bojack's mum, but not look it up before posting their theories on Reddit. It's not that hard to... (laughs) People do seem to agree that she's probably not human, because her hands are, like, white white, not, like, white person white. Oh. She could just have albinism. Now someone's saying, isn't she the marriage counsellor? Man, the Bojack fandom's dumb. It is. It's so dumb. If any of you <laughs> wrote that comment, sorry. but <laughs> <laughs> um, Someone's pitching now that the reason why she keeps a piece of the Blarney Stone on her desk is because it endows the kisser of the stone with the gift of the gab. So it's not just luck. So the reason why she has the gift of speech and persuasion is because she has a piece of the Blarney Stone itself. Uh. So I guess she can keep kissing it. Which, that probably, (laughs) that's probably why that makes sense. Also, heaps of people think that she was voiced by Carrie Fisher. I don't understand why people don't know how to use IMDb. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, did you just find it on IMDb or did you... Did you have to dig deep? No, I knew I recognized the voice. Well, maybe it is actually slightly harder to find because everyone's jaw seems to just be guessing. Okay, Candace Bergen is just listed as the closer on IMDb for the episode. Uh, But it's possible that that didn't get added until later. I don't know. I'm at least glad that everyone else is confused. Also, I guess good to know that she's some kind of animal. Hopefully an albino gazelle. That's my headcanon. Then we get the gazelle gazette pun and also sort of an explanation for why she has a bit of the Blarney Stone. Why would why would that? What? Oh yeah, so we've got the bit of an explanation. I thought her being a gazelle would like give us some explanation. (laughs) (laughs) Gazelles love limestone. Read a book. Listeners, if you've figured this out, please write in and tell us. You'll be famous. We'll put you on the internet. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, she kind of tries to sell the paper to Bojack, and Bojack doesn't, so we see another flashback, and this time 
Bojack and Anna decide to leave things as they are. But then we see that Bojack has just stalked her to her apartment and he finds out, like, he just, he, like, literally stalks her with some glasses. He's got his spy shit duffel bag where he keeps all his binoculars and yeah. stuff. Um, and then we see that she's just normal. She's just making some mac and cheese in some really comfy clothing. Is that what you expected? Or did you not know what to expect? I mean, this time I knew what to expect because I remember TV shows I've watched already. But <laughs> I don't know what I expected the first time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. It's a really good point. <laughs> All right. So then, um, yeah, we go back to the call with Bojack and the close-up. And she suggests that Bojack maybe go see a psychologist about some of this stuff. And then Margot Martindale steals the boat. Um, and then Bojack asks if he can cancel the paper and the closer says that cancelling the paper is just a hollow idea because it's just a band-aid. It's not actually going to fix any of his problems. And then we go back to Bojack's house. So we kind of catch up to real time now. And Todd and Emily are having a chat and Emily says that she wants to leave the company because she doesn't feel comfortable in Bojack's house. Emily tells Todd that Bojack isn't a very good friend and that she's going to have to leave. Todd kind of goes oh like he's realized oh okay bojack did a thing with yeah. emily that makes sense yeah. <laughs> and then he gives her a plum that he found in the kitchen <laughs> and she bites into it and it's a smoke bomb and smoke goes everywhere and then they all cough and then she goes weird plum and it made me laugh so hard why does margot martindale have smoke bombs that look exactly like plums to the point where you would even bite into one <laughs> And then we see Anna's house and Bojack shows up to tell her that he like actually wants to, to be with her and like get to know her and stuff, you know, outside of yeah. her being his publish publisher. No? Publicist. Yeah. Which is sort of nice. Like it's like she does kind of like she is eventually like touched mm. and is like okay and like decides to finally let someone in but like she is initially like kind of mad because he did just follow her home and turn up at her house and like refuse to leave while he made his pitch but yeah. he wasn't just sitting in her house in the dark when she got home so that's something <laughs> that is a very good point not to make it a competition between which of them is like more creepy and invasive but <laughs> um and Bojack also puts his foot down he really wants the mirror ad he thinks that speaks to Secretariat. And then we see, um, who is it? It's um, Bojack, Anna, Lenny, Diane, and Princess Carolyn. I think it's the five of them yep. that were in the meeting. And they, um, they're looking at a billboard for Secretariat. And it's just that yeah. giant mirror, but as a billboard on the side of a freeway. So it's just showing the sky, basically. And yeah. they realize when the sun hits it, it's going to cause a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really only a an idea for a poster that works when it's like on a wall relatively close to you yep yeah I don't also think probably very expensive to make like i don't think you can blame bojack for that as well like from the sample he had it looks like it's just gonna be you know a little page of thing that's a mirror even at the time lenny is like you only like this poster because when you look in the mirror it shows you and you actually are secretariat secretariat when i look into it i just see like a weird turtle i'd like oh uh, yeah but he's the only one that wants that poster it's kind of a weird message there's the thing with honor and then there's the poster thing at the end and it's like the message is bojack should go after things that he think will be positive in his life 
only to a point. <laughs> because he was definitely wrong about the poster. Yeah, that's a good point. Or maybe it's foreshadowing about his relationship with Anna. I don't know. I can't remember if it is or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we matter a horse? Yep. You can like us on Facebook at Horse and Aloud, H-O-R-S-A-N apostrophe A-L-O-U-D, or follow us on Tumblr at horseandaloud.tumblr.com. You can email us at horseandaloud at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at horseandaloudpod. If you like the show, why not rate or review it on iTunes, or just try and get it nominated for an award? Yeah, do that. I'm Jem DeSalis. And I'm Paige Winkle. And until next time, suck, suck a dick, dumb, dumb shits. shits.